I've been to a couple of business events recently where they have been supplemented with a keynote speaker with a two or three 10 minute speakers, usually sharing case studies. And they've not been very good, frankly. So I thought, hey, if you've got a 10 minute opportunity at a business event, you've really got to nail it and make the most of it. So this podcast is going to be all about sharing tips and ideas to nail that 10 minute business event opportunity. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody, to episode 54 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming your sales, helping you deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. So as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, this show today is all about that 10 minute event presentation. It's a great opportunity, isn't it? You've been asked to go along and present a case study or you've been asked to go along and speak. And chances are you're not used to doing presentations very often, so you make some fundamental errors. So I've been to a couple of events recently where I've seen this in action, and I've pulled together a little set of what's turned out to be 11 rules, and I'm going to quickly go through those rules with you in this podcast, and then I hope it will be great for you. Now, I'm not expecting you to be able to write all these down, but what I will do is I will put them on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. So they'll be in the podcast top tips section of the website under this particular podcast. I also share them on LinkedIn as well at the time the podcast goes out. So I'll, I'll list them there as well. So if you want to read them, catch up with them, you can. But I think they're all important and I think you'll get good value from them It is a brilliant opportunity for you. There might be 60 people, there might be 100 people in the room and some of those could be potential customers. So if someone's invited you to do that 10-minute presentation, don't mess it up, don't waste the opportunity. Right, so be prepared. Here we go. Here are the rules to deliver that great 10-minute event presentation. Number one, run on time. It is the most important thing. If you're part of an event, there'll be a timetable and you will have been allocated a slot. So let's assume you've got 10 minutes. So you've got to make sure you take 10 minutes, not 15, not 18. I was recently at one of these events and the second person doing a case study, there were two people delivering the presentation and I'd been told they'd been given 10 minutes. I didn't time them, but I suspect it was well into the 20s. And it threw the timetable out for the rest of the morning. There was supposed to be a sort of discussion with experts and all that. And it really faded away and didn't happen because the presenters had no idea what was going on in terms of their timing. So you've got to take it seriously, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been given 10 minutes and you're speaking at an event, that means you've got 10 minutes, not 15, not 20, not 30, 10. And if you want to do it in nine, brilliant. Because all it does is it really annoys the organiser and they'll be going, why on earth have I invited this person here to talk to 10 minutes? And they're going on and on and on and it disrupts everything else. So it's really, really important. So how are you going to manage to do it in 10 minutes? Well, first of all, make sure you practice your presentation anyway. That's a given. But you'd be amazed. I'm, I'm sure most of the people I see when they do an event presentation, they put it together, but I'm not sure they practice it. And I'm not sure they time it in practice either. So practice it and time it. 
And give yourself in practice, if you've got 10 minutes, eight, eight and a half maximum to deliver it. If it takes you 10 minutes to deliver it in practice, it's too long because on the day you'll think of something else to add to one of your points. And in practice, you tend to rush through it to get it over with. So on the day, hopefully you'll take your time. Got to make sure in practice, eight minutes ideally, and then you should be fine on the day to deliver in 10. So number one, run on time. Take it seriously. Number two is follow the brief. If I've asked you to speak at my event for 10 minutes, chances are I've said this is what I want you to talk about. This is what I want you to share with the audience because I will be sending out some sort of running, you know, promotional material to the audience to get them to come in the first place. And I'll be saying, hey, Trevor's going to go do 10 minutes on subject X, Y and Z. And then if I turn up and I talk about A, B and C, then the event organizer is going to hang on a minute. This wasn't the reason I asked you to speak. The delegates in the audience are looking at their schedule and going, hang on a minute. I was expecting to learn something about X, Y and Z and... This, what's this all about? So you need to follow the brief. Don't go outside the brief. So if it's very specific, make sure you follow it and you're very specific. It's really hard for event organizers to make sure that people do that. So make sure you're the one that does follow the brief. So that's number two, follow the brief. Number three is your slides. Don't put too many words on the slides. Everybody does. If you want to cause death by PowerPoint, fill your slide with words. So here's the rules. Number one, start with one word on your slide. One word. Yeah, just one word. Because then you can add a couple more if you need to. This is not a script for you. It's a prompt for your audience. So if they forget where you are, they can look at the slide and it will say he's talking about growth, for example. Don't write in sentences. Don't use bullet points. Don't include jargon or acronyms unless you're absolutely sure every single person in the room will know what you mean. That's number three. Number four follows on from that. Don't read what's on the slide. I've been, you know, I see at these events I'm talking about, people put too many words on the slide and then the speakers, they turn and they start reading from the slide. Hey, if you, yeah, I can read it for myself. Thank you very much. I don't need you to do that. So if you've put something on the slide you have to read, it should be on the slide. You should be speaking it to me. I'm engaging with you, not your slides. Remember that. Number five is... Assume when you go to the event, the screen will be smaller than you think it will be. Now, most speakers, 10-minute speakers, won't recce the event first or the event venue and find out about the screen size. But you have to remember that most events are held in venues that aren't geared up for this sort of high-tech presentation. They'll be wheeling out a screen and it will be too small for what your, what's on your slides. So if you preempt that, that's great. So worst-case scenario is you put all those words on the slide then the screen's too small, no one can see them, your audience can't see anything at all on your screen. So assume the screen will be too small is always a good technique. Number six, it's about you. And I mentioned that just a minute ago, but it is about you. You're the person I've asked to present. I haven't asked your slides to turn up, otherwise I could just run through them myself. I've asked you to speak because I want you to interact with my audience and I want you to inspire them and I want you to share your knowledge. So your slides are a bit of a background help to you. They're not the key thing. And this is a really important point because many presenters, they stand well to the side and they let the slides hog the stage. Don't do that. Stand in front of your slides and then you can be the focus of attention, not the slides. So it's a really, really important point, this one. It's about you. It's not about your slides. And on that basis, number seven is cut the detail. 
a presentation is not, you know, this sort of presentation is not a detailed one. It's an overview. It's the top line information. If you start going into the detail, A, you'll run on too long because you'll get carried away with the detail that you hadn't covered in practice. And secondly, you know, your audience will be bored, frankly. We get bored as an audience by detail. So cut out the detail. Give me an overview. If I'm really interested, you can tell me about the detail later on. Number eight is if you're going to use an image, then fill the screen with that image. Because I, I love images. You know, most of my slides and events are an image with one or two words overlaid. But fill the entire screen. Don't just stick it in the corner. Or don't try and put four images on the same slide. Because which one do I look at? And chances are I can't see any of them properly. So be, you know, and get, make sure they're high resolution as well. If you're downloading them off the internet, make sure they're high res. Because once you stick them through a projector onto a bigger screen, if they're not high res, it will clearly show. And that's a reflection of your company and you then. So if you're a low-res image on a slide, are you a low-res company? <laughs> yeah, you may laugh, but it's true. Right, number nine is and don't lift brochure PDFs. I saw this happen. Oh, it's, it's just a rubbish way of doing a presentation, frankly. You know, a presentation is not your brochure. It's not your website. It's a presentation, for goodness sake. So don't lift your PDFs out your brochure. It's an easy shortcut, but it doesn't work or it very rarely works. So don't do that. Number 10. Now, here's a controversial one, because if you're working for a company with a marketing department, they're not going to like this. But you've got to dump the marketing template. OK, maybe have it on the first slide. But after that, you've got to get rid of it. It just takes up far too much space. And as we said in point number, wherever it was, number five, the screen is going to be too small. So if you take up 20% of the screen space with your marketing template, with your logos and your catch line and all that sort of stuff, then it's a waste of your presentation. So dump the marketing template. I can assure you that between slides, your audience won't have forgotten who you are. So you don't need to keep reminding them on every on every slide. And if you're using images and that sort of thing, oh, it doesn't work. I'm a, I'm a big stickler for this. Sometimes I get to do uh, work for uh, third parties. And uh, they say, oh, uh, can you include our sort of uh, logos on the, on, on the slides? Because, you know, this is a funding body or something like that who've hired me in to deliver a workshop for startup businesses. And I say, absolutely not. I'm definitely not doing that because it's just going to distract from what I'm doing. I'll put them on the first slide, but not on any of the others. So dump the marketing template. Final top tip, number 11, the Q&A. If there's a question session planned for your 10 minutes, then two things you need to think about. Number one, have a rhetorical question ready. Because this is what happened at the events I was at. There was the 10-minute, well, allegedly 10-minute presentation. And then there was a Q&A. If I'd have been the organiser and the speaker would have gone over on time, I'd have said, well, thanks very much. I'm afraid you have run over on time slightly, so we haven't got time for a Q&A. But they sort of insist on the Q&A. What happens in a Q&A? No one asks a question. And then uh, the organiser is trying to prompt people. Oh, come on. Someone must have a question for Trevor. Come on. Come on. Someone must have a question. So preempt that. It will happen to you. Have your question ready. So what I would say is, thank you, Lorna. Well, while the audience are thinking of a question, one question that I always get asked about at this stage of the presentation is, bomb. And make sure that question is around something that you really wanted to get over as a key message. So let's say your key message is about you've got this brilliant idea 
for how video will transform sales. So your your rhetorical question is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, while you're thinking of a question, people always say to me, so how do you know video can transform sales? And the answer is, and then you kind of give that main point again. And the other top tip is that, and this may not work in a 10-minute case study presentation, but if you can, think about how you might save your summary till after the Q&A. Because very often a Q&A is a flat way of finishing a presentation. I've noticed this several times. It just goes a bit flat because people either ask no questions or rubbish questions. So it gets a bit flat. And then you're kind of feeling flat yourself. So let's get the Q&A out of the way. So ladies and gentlemen, before I do my my final summing up, uh, are there any questions? And if there aren't, that's fine because then you can go straight into your summary. Or you could, if you want to, if you want to pan it out a bit with a question, then you stick in the rhetorical question, and then you do your big summary, your rouse and finish. We talked about that in uh, podcast number fifty-three last week. Last week, <laughs> how could I have forgotten that so quickly? <laughs> last week's podcast was all about rouse and finishes, so do that as well. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's uh, I hope that's useful. If you are going to speak at an event, you've got 10 minutes. Really, really think about, you know, I've talked about nothing about the content of your slides in terms of the detail or anything like that, but it's really those important points. And if I had to pick it, you know, any of the, te- of the 11 out, it's the first one. Well, first two, run on time, follow the brief. Otherwise, bad news for the organizer of the event, bad news for your audience. And it will reflect on you as well. So, you know, get on that schedule, though. Get out there. Put yourself forward to do the 10-minute presentation. And all these notes are going to be on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. And when I, I do a little promo, if I do a little promo for this podcast I will on LinkedIn. I'll make sure that sometime after the podcast has gone out, they're on LinkedIn as well. So you'll be able to find them somewhere rather than have to write them all down. Right, that's it. That's the end of this podcast. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you've uh, found it useful. Um, If you are new to the podcast, then, you know, hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. That would be brilliant. And if you want to leave me a rating or review, that would be absolutely marvellous because that will help me uh, get my uh, grow my audience because people will uh, if once you get rating and reviews I think you start to climb the listings so it's brilliant at the moment I think we're well we've had well over 3,000 plays of all the episodes uh, this is episode 54 you can get the back catalogue if you just you know, it's all there for you it's all free it's all really really helpful so um, so I hope that's been helpful for you so that's the end of the podcast I'm your host Trevor Lee I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. So until then, make sure you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that come your way. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.